yeah. the segment. Yeah. And now it's a new segment. So people come Well, this is a bits. whole new segment. This is a whole new segment. Well, now I want to talk with Josh like about you, your career, uh, how you came to make a st- – obviously, you're a grower. We got that much from you. You know a little bit about Herb. Uh, how'd you come yeah. to make uh, this movie? What, mo- what movies have you made so far, bud? Um, you know, I'm just starting out. This is probably my second feature film as a writer-director. And, like, the first one I made was, you know – this kind of coming-of-age drama called Postales about a Peruvian street kid who meets an American girl in the city of Cusco, Peru. And then it becomes kind of the story of cultural understanding through the eyes of children. And we basically, the film world, loved it on the festival circuit, and we just got ambushed with the shittiest distribution known to man. If the Colorado marijuana industry had the same distribution problems as the film industry, it wouldn't work. But if the film industry actually could distribute weed, like the Colorado could legal film, film yeah. like the, the way Colorado yeah. distributes weed, like on the cool, yeah, like, yeah slanging it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> then then I mean the film industry would actually work for some of these movies. So what we did is we kind of came back and redesigned like an all English stoner comedy, something that was close to our heart, and also. When I was in college, I actually helped a guy make a movie, and he stiffed me for the money. And literally the first three years after college, I was just trying to, like, pay it back, get my feet afloat. And then I figured out that, you know, weed, student debt, karmic justice, tai chi, these are things that people might be interested in. So I just wrote this script. And then there was a guy financing ultra-low budget films for $25,000. And so he read it, and he was like, yep this is a genre-oriented thing, and we can make it, and I kind of know where to take it. The whole time, my thought was, I just want to make a film that I can really try to sell, like, digital marijuana to everybody while we're on the film festival circuit. Yeah, so that's one of the cool things that you're doing. I wanted to get into that. Let's talk about it right now since you brought it up. You're doing something very... Usually when a film's on the film festival circuit, no one can see it, right? Yep, you can't even watch it. And, and and I think the base strategy behind that is to basically try to show people the film because you made this $5 million movie normally or a million dollar movie, whatever it is. And you have to create value and social capital by all these audiences through film festivals. And then through those film festivals regionally and globally, you kind of get distribution deals made. And then usually a year or two after, then people can see the movie on TV you know, the theaters and all the other things. But what we're doing is we're saying, look, it's all broke. You know, for the ultra-low budget indie, which is basically a rite of passage for filmmakers, no one wants to make a $20,000 film because how do you even eat or survive or have a career off of that? It's just a rite of passage because you believe in this story and story comes in all shapes and sizes. And so we're just trying to make that sustainable. And, there, and no one's going to come up with an answer for this because it's not cool, man. I mean, like, who wants to make a $20,000 film and then scrap your way around the film festival circuit? No one. They're all from, like, L.A. or New York, and their egos are super huge. And they're like, yo, man, I made a fucking half-a-million-dollar indie. I made a million-dollar indie with these three actors, and I went to NYU, and my head's up my ass because I really believe that just because I'm on the film festival circuit, I'm going to get distribution. The sad reality is... Most of the films at Sundance won't get distribution. Only a handful will. And we will hear their stories and sing their praises so that this illusion of a film industry that works can continue. So we all we're saying you on the screen now, by the way, buddy, because I oh, found it sweet. on Facebook. Oh, you're so sweet. Yes, so Josh. all we're saying is you, you know, with the ducky on your head at River Run. Yeah, that's me, guys. And that's the real duck. 
That's the duck. That's the duck from the yeah. movie, the star. Uh, yeah. That was your. That's your. You keep him wherever you go now. Yeah, I mean, I just bring him. He's like an easy Instagram thing. He's very travelable, much mm-hmm. more so than the actors. I don't got to buy him a ticket or anything. So you know, you know, barely complains. Yeah, barely complains. Doesn't eat much. Super flexible. <laughs> so I don't want to get into the flexible part. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I don't think he meant that. So <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. No. So Josh Hyde. Yeah. You made this movie as as I just as you're as in this picture. You're obviously, one of these fancy things with a bunch of logos. So you're at something fancy. Tell us about the thing you're at right now with your little weed movie. So the River Run Film Festival is a tastemaker film festival in Winston Salem, North Carolina. It's basically Winston Salem is the old tobacco road, you know, where the tobacco and the original R.J. Reynolds factory was, and some of these other cotton plantations. The Haynes factory is here. You know, so it's like you get a mix of this kind of black community that evolved out of slavery and then this white community and it's kind of evolved into this modern day. So it's a really interesting kind of mix because, you know, I'm coming from Colorado and I think we're pretty kind of futuristic there and kind of the things we embrace and all that kind of stuff. So it's interesting just to come here and you feel the accents and all the other stuff. But what's great about this film festival is the programmers go to Sundance, they go to South by Southwest, they go to the major American film festivals, and they really try to work to do their jobs to find the best American and international films. And so the section we're in is called uh, new, The Altered States, New Directions in American Cinema. And there's, I think, five films or six. What are the other ones and, about? Are they also weed movies? No, one is about life on a barge of urban teens. Another one, Wyatt Cenac is in. Um, is yours you know, the only the one that's show. actually about altered states? Yeah, mine's the only one that didn't go to South by Southwest or Sundance. I'm like the like uh, underground film guy that's like at showing under, up. at the underground film festival. So. Yeah, yeah, at the underground film festival. So, but what's nice about this is like we got our first Hollywood reporter here with my first film Postales, and so they have a lot of relationships to different press. So someone's coming in here from Film Comment and some other really good trade magazines for film and so my job is to basically be nice he's in total film mode yeah he's obviously this is the least high i've ever heard you (laughs) yeah no i'm I'm you're actually finishing all your sentences is crazy yes the least i've ever heard you and you're like all talking industry talk i could tell you're at a film (laughs) yeah sorry if it's too much no it's good good. well let's talk movie talk too though yeah i want to talk about this movie specifically as it's your movie. I was going to finish that. That's weird. Yeah, but you're not getting up. Well, what's interesting about this movie is with all the stoner comedies and like the genre, I'm huge into Cheech and Chong. I mean, I was raised on it. And the interesting thing about Cheech and Chong is it's, to me, one of the most complex portrayals of the stoner comedy. Weed isn't weed. It's not Pineapple Express. One weed. It's hash. It's Labrador because he ate it. It's Maui Waui. It's basically the whole gamut. So that you kind of get this complex narrative of what weed is versus just, oh, it's weed and that's what it is. And then politically, if you think about Cheech and Chong, they're two guys from opposite ends of the tracks. And they kind of unite over this thing and then they kind of go on this journey, this counterculture journey. So, I mean, I think I'm more that way. And so we tried to kind of make the film with that respect. So the different strains of marijuana that they use are like Golden Goat, Chernobyl um afghani 
you know, just so that people would go, oh, you know, the 65-year-old people in the crowd could laugh, Mm -hmm. you know, because for them it's just marijuana, but, you know, oh, it's Chernobyl. Oh, isn't that a nuclear disaster? Oh, Golden Goat, what's that? It's like this pagan thing. You know, so it's like it just helps people understand that the world's more complex. Yeah, and then for somebody like myself, I'm like, okay, at least he named real strains. And then you give the real lineage of it when he's talking. So let's talk about the movie a little. So your character... Uh, so th- there's the guy who gets ripped off by his film school uh, colleague and decides to invite him to dinner and things escalate and he just ends up locking him in a closet as things yeah. escalate. And they decide they're keeping him in there until he pays back the five grand he owes him. And his roommate... The, which is which is the good thing that's good about that is that, that all that kind of stuff is plausible. In oh, the sense 100%. 5,000 bucks is a lot of money to people when you're young and you know coming up. It's still a lot of money to it's a lot of money to a lot of people, but I mean, to some guy, but again, like when you to see him, the, yeah, cockiness, desperate, the yeah. cockiness of the guy telling all the things he's doing, you're like right away, like everybody, you clock people. You're like, wait a minute. So if you did all that, you owe me this money. That just drives yeah, you nuts. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's, that's why I liked it. Cause it was believable like, right out of the gate. You know what I mean? Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. And, yeah. and so they, then his roommate wakes up and the roommates, the like big stoner, I felt always felt like based on you, the Tai Chi stoner guy. <laughs> uh, it's a combination of multiple people, but you know, I think there's a little bit of me in every character. But uh, yeah, the Tai Chi stoner, he's definitely the closest to my heart. <laughs> and so he's like, what is he? He's a cannabis critic or something? Yeah. So when I started working, I basically was fleeing from the film industry and arrived in Colorado, and I took a day job to just kind of research a movie, and I ended up working in a dispensary i was a bud tender then eventually i worked my way to the back of the house you know trimmed then they offered me like an assistant grow position but i just uh used that and then when i was doing that i started reviewing strains so i created this personality called cine kid and i think it's on i forget which ones but i basically started reviewing strains so i did all these real reviews from T's point of view, the character. Mm. So actually on the, on the web page for My Friend's Rubber Ducky, which is rubberduckyfilm.com. That's what I you, was looking for. Yeah. Hold on, let's you, see that. You, you can actually go, and on the fun page, you can, like, access all of his reviews. Um, so, you know, but I think I used – what did I use? I didn't use Leafly. I think I used something else. Uh, the other one, I forget which it was. I don't Weed think it's – yeah, weed maps, or there was another one too that the was one around. The blown out, the one that has the uh, the blown out graphs. Yeah, yeah, blown connect, out graphs. The connecting all the different strains. I like that one, even though it's yeah. kind of wrong. Cause the interesting part on those things is whenever you actually know shit, you're like, well, they did a good job. They got pretty close, but unfortunately, nobody knows these little facts because it's it's just not common knowledge. You know what I mean? And then yeah, and then that just sends them off on the wrong tangent, especially if you're trying to do stuff that's really, you know, scientifically connecting things. Yeah. And so, I mean, the reviews for me more took the idea of like, look, if you're smoke 15 times a day, it was kind of a funny thing and just more like, you know, just to get people in the idea of tea. And so, you know, I tease thing on the reviewer of, you know, the reviewer page of Cinema Kid is uh, he likes to slay dragons and meditate and fly when he smokes weed. And he likes to, like, save princesses and stuff. And so through the reviews, there's just all these funny references to all these things you can do on the marijuana. You know, like, oh, well, if you're going to slay a dragon, you should probably use this strain after you slay the dragon because it's going to help you relax, man. Right. So stuff like that. It's, it, it's humor versus, 
you know, all this other stuff that I think sometimes reviewers try to do and you just really can't nail it down because it's like you said, it's very, it is so vast. Yeah, it's it's very, like, it is very personal and it's very, and, and yeah, very personal. I mean, we just had it this today when, I mean, of course, according to the kid, I smoked it too hot, but I mean, I smelled nachos. I didn't taste nachos, you know, dude, tasted like nachos <laughs> when I hit it. Like, you know, we were like, yeah, I definitely smell it. And then when I hit it, I was like, eh, it kind of tastes like weed, but you know the power of suggestion is huge with cannabis, and also the, but but the cool part is is that when when things are real, like all of a sudden you're like, well, oh, dude, that definitely tasted like you know, like that banana Kush. I mean, the banana Kush tastes like fucking bananas when it's done right. You know what I mean? You're like, fuck, that's weird. How's that? How's that happening? You know? Yeah. But it's really disappointing when it's the opposite, where you're like, dude, taste this strawberry, whatever, and you're just like. How the fuck did you get strawberries out of that? Because I don't get anything. I get burnt, burnt leaf. So yeah, tastes like burnt leaf with something. Tastes brown. <laughs> Speaking of strawberries, huh? Um, yeah. Those are your reviews right there? Yeah, you have a lot of reviews. He's very generous with the stars, though. Oh, there we go. Oh. Yeah, I was very oh. generous. But if you feel free to f- find a funny <laughs> that description. Was, that was a good one. should go back. Oh, look at that one, though. I like this one. Banner. Bam. Crushed it with that. So those are all original reviews that you did before? Yeah, yeah, just before knowing that like I would probably write a stoner comedy nice. and just trying to give more people ways to interact with a real thing so that I'm hiding behind Cine Kid, but really T gets credit for it. And in the movie, you you know, it's revealed that he does review medical marijuana strains. And so if people ever want to find Do you say that? Uh, does he say they the give actual... his handle, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Cine Kid. So yeah, Cinema Kid, I think. Is yeah, word. Cinema Kid. Yeah, sorry. So, all right. So, is the trailer one of the clips you sent us, or should I screen that too? Uh, you should. You should just screen screen the trailer if you want, because then you can. Or get should the I screen the second clip? Uh, you know, either. I think the trailer is a good summation, so maybe at the end you could screen the trailer. Maybe just screen a clip. Okay, we'll do the second clip now, and then we'll do the trailer at the end, uh, and we'll let people know where they can watch it on this sort of unique approach you're taking here. Hopefully, this doesn't crash everything. Uh, good luck to us, I guess is the, the watch word here. Uh, pull up producer bar so I can tell if it crashed. And here's the clip. So wait, do you want to line this clip up for us? Because this one takes some setup. Okay. Uh, um, this is basically after the guy's in the closet. Uh, he, he calls over his girlfriend, Mauve. And Mauve kind of is enlisted to kind of help figure out what to do. And, you know, she very much thinks that this is karmic justice. So. Oh, yeah. So that's it. Hey. I got him. The guy that owes me money. I asked him for the money, and he said that he wasn't going to pay me back, so I went with plan B. He's got something, and we got to get it out of him. What's with the we? He owes me money. Yeah, I mean, you. You got to take him to the ATM, get his pin, and get the money out. I, I mean, that it, that sounds like blackmail. Actually, I think it's extortion. Bueno, it's extortion in Colombia. I'm not sure if it's extortion in the States. So she's hard because she's Colombian. Colombian. Yeah. She's like, got it, got it all figured out. <laughs> 
Yeah, she's like the, uh, really? what do you call it? Yeah, you know what, he's right. I don't know, I the kind of typical PBS quintessential special. hipster girlfriend as Nicole, they gentrify yeah. a neighborhood. It's five grand with interest. Five grand, man. You crazy? That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, is that ridiculous? Is that crazy, Oliver? That's ridiculous? Are you crazy? No, I'm serious. Are you crazy? You're the one who stole money from a friend for some stupid thesis film for grad school. And now guess who's locked in the closet, huh? Oh, you know, I have a better idea. A bunch of people thinking right no now. Food, no food, no water, <laughs> and no bathroom. <laughs> Calm down. He needs to learn that what he did was wrong. Hey, Oliver. Oliver, are you listening? Oliver, come back, come on, I'm listening. This? Is karmatic justice for being a bitch. Hey, who brought the Colombian? To be fair, I didn't know Shakira was doing a concert in your house tonight. Hello? She walked away, right? Wait, are you gone? You walk away, I win. <laughs> There's some blankets on the top shelf. Feel free to make yourself at home. I'm gonna escape. Whatever, Oliver. See you in the morning. She's a Dominican. You must face your karma in order to move forward. After you embrace the good and evil in your life. There's the ducky. Rubber ducky. I forgot his name. <laughs> the rubber duck's name is Curtis. It's gonna crack soon. Yeah, he's in the closet. Look, 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 look. I told you. I told you. It's more of a one-horned deer goat. Everyone has the ability to. I can hear your inner child crying. I can hear you having sex. I'm gonna get naked in the closet. That's a good cutting point. Yeah, good cut. Good cut. Great cutting point. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So, uh, I like it. So, get, how get, far in is get, the third clip? So I know what to talk about here. Uh, the third clip is basically when they all join forces and they all come together. And so it's basically Mauve joins the kidnapping, and then they walk him out to the car to take him to the ATM. It's like one of the final days. Should we talk more about what happens in between? Because in between, apparently what you don't have a clip of is them getting him high. Yeah, and yeah. Why, why no. would you not have that clip lined up for us? Well, I think I chose this one because uh, Mauve enters the fray, and they smoke Afghani because... I believe the main character asks if he can get high before he goes back in the closet. I think. Was, was, was that this clip or the last one? Oh, I, I don't know. You want to dive right into the clip? That wasn't the clip we just watched. Okay, let me see. I did That's these. 
I have clip three, but it's okay, clip. buddy. Let's just talk about the movie. You don't have to hunt clips for me. All right. So uh, at some point they decide to start. They put a, a rubber hose under the door. What happens before that? Does he try to escape? Yeah. So basically, T decides that he's going to take on this presence of the United Nations, and he was just going to be the, a, T is the stoner weed reviewer. Yeah, the stoner weed reviewer. And so he just tries to maintain a neutral position. But every time the guy keeps trying to escape, T is the only one that can enforce it. Because at first you think, oh, he's just a stoner doing Tai Chi. It's not real. But then when he throws it down, he like, you know, the Tai Chi really does work. And so the Tai Chi kind of becomes this unifying element in a way. So, um, so the guy tries to escape. He kind of knocks the guy out, throws him in the closet. Yeah. Back into the closet. Back in the closet. Did you use then, the closet? Was the closet a metaphor for being in the closet with the yeah. stoners? Or uh, well, I think more than anything, I mean, T kind of, his character was like unisex. He, like, he was like, I'm kind of unisex. I'm like one size fits all. Weed cannot even touch me. I'm just kind of normally operating on this reality. And so I think in the closet is more because you you can take the actual reference of being in the closet as a you know gay and homosexual thing. But I think more oh, than we, that, we, we I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I I think you're right. It's we're in the closet about a lot of stuff. Weed being one of them, spirituality being one of them. And in a strange way, the movie is kind of meant to manipulate the audience in the theater. So the real people in the closet are the audience. And they're being manipulated, you know, seeing all this stuff and then hopefully by the end of the movie, well, now I don't you know, want to run another clip and be more manipulated, Josh. That don't manipulate awful. our minds, Josh. <laughs> oh no, it's it's too late, guys. They're all using video to manipulate all of us. So, at least with this one, it's a little more pure in in its intention. It's a little more funny, at least. Yeah, yeah, I hope. All right, so that lines up the third clip. Let's let's run that. And see uh, see how this goes for us. I think I got it lined up, and boom. Can I get a bong rip? It helps me sleep. Shh. I'll get you high. Oh, so this is the part I was talking about. Hey, dude. Yeah. How do you have so much weed? That's a secret, Oliver. All you need to know is people send me medicines to test. So what kind of effects are you looking for? He's a reviewer for various websites. His handles Cinema Kid. It's much more innocent than he makes it sound. Like, really? hey, like they pay you to test weed? What effects are you looking for? Sorry, man. Uh, sedation, go to sleep, Ambien, better. Afghani. It's almost a pure indica, and it's from Afghanistan. The Afghanis are century-old hash makers. So this uh, says pure muscle sedation, relaxation, couch lock, sleep inducer, kind of like Ambien, so you'll be out in no time. And the best part... It tastes like flowery hash mixed with earthy pine. T, what are we gonna smoke out of? Hop on. Yep. Everyone is here because he or she 
as a place to feel. Whatever relationships you have attracted at this moment are <laughs> the ones you need in your life at this moment. Lied to me. We have fifteen thousand dollars in this bank account. I don't understand how one human does that to another human. And then I'm just as bad. No, you're not. You just moved. Stop it. No, you're I'm not. Locked in the closet. That's come on. Hey, I don't have work tomorrow. Can I help? I think you should stay away from this. Plus, I already have a sidekick. Start the day. Say morning, guys. Gal, I'm Oliver. I know who you are. I'm Mav, Joseph's girlfriend. Pleasure. From your voice, I thought you'd be uglier, a bit meaner. A little more Scarface, Latin or something. You know, it was my idea to kidnap you. True. Okay, we are definitely duct taping his hands and feet. What do you think, boss man? Let's just take duct tape with us in case he misbehaves, all right? I know, Good guys. Plan. He's tried to escape like three times. I have the duct tape here. I'm ready. Joe, she's got a point, dog. What do you think? Compromise. You can duct tape his hands, but just do it gently. Hands out. Gently. Oh, I'm gonna do it gently. I'm gonna do this super gentle. Uh, can, can I talk about the music? Sure, you can talk about the music. Talk a little quieter if you can. Don't, don't be so loud. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, the music was done by my good buddy. Uh, we kind of grew up together playing soccer. He's in this band called Charles Bradley and his Extraordinaires, and he's also in the Budos band. So Charles uh, opened for Bell and Sebastian at Red Rocks. So he's done like the last two soundtracks to my movies but i mean it's just really quality music you know and we really try to kind of get this dub reggae kind of brooklyn soul soundtrack going so that when you know when they're smoking pot it's very much dub like original dub reggae songs and so it's got a little feel to it so i think people can enjoy that yeah i was actually so the first cut i'd seen of it didn't have the uh, soundtrack on it and it definitely fills out the movie uh i you were excited about it all along, and I hadn't seen a cut with it. So now we're sitting here with KTI. Major film critic, by the way. Kyle, the intern. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Kyle. He's very much yeah. your target in, your target demographic, I feel like. All right, Kyle. I, so, KTI, what do you think of what you've seen? Well, yeah. well, it was interesting, you know. It was, it was good, you know. That's what you got. I don't want you us, know. Give us more than that. You were like, oh, staring at the screen. You were mesmerized. Because uh, <laughs> he doesn't watch enough media. Well, because I, I don't watch movies. He never sees movies. So I don't has, really watch. He's like, wow, those people are moving on a screen. He's like, that's crazy. You know, I like that I can relate to the strain. So you pretty much got your target audience. Guys who have never seen moving yeah, pictures. That's what I was like, I don't know if that's. That is know. perfect. Yeah, we're well, and I mean, <laughs> the weird thing about the service we're using is basically it's called Vimeo. And Vimeo is trying to make a play that makes it like the new YouTube cross with Netflix. Oh, we know Vimeo. Oh, we definitely yeah. know Vimeo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vimeo. And so when you guys go to it, it's really easy. There's either a PayPal button to pay out or a uh, Vimeo button. And the sign-up, you know, they just want you to have an account, and then the movie, you know, quickly comes to you within a minute after you just do do the simple sign-up. So um, you can watch the movie on rubberduckyfilm.com. I've basically embedded it on the website. And then if you're just on Vimeo already, you can just search out my friend's Rubber Ducky. Right, uh, right. So here I have the website up. So this is what we want to watch. This is the whole movie right here? Or the, no, this no. is the trailer. One-minute trailer. All right, so let's show the trailer. Then we'll let you do your shout-outs, and then we'll talk about other things. How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds great. i got to go into a screening, actually, in about 10 minutes. Whoa, so perfect, perfect timing. Okay. Absolutely perfect. Oh. I gotta go to screening. No, it's no. fine, guys. I basically have a hundred bucks to my pocket because I put the rest in fucking Facebook ads and Instagram ads, and a couple hash pens to get me through North Carolina. Are you gonna ask him for the money? Sorry, I'm too loud. Sure that he's too loud. Killing everybody. That's why you met him. Because the universe wants. Way to mess up the interview, Joe. Oh, man. Work, he says no. Balance. Help! Let me out of here! Everyone has a purpose in life or special talent to give to others. Did you good today? Did you do good? No, dude, you tried to escape, remember? Got your ass kicked, huh? Mm. And Oliver, bud, you lied about the money. What kind of person does that? We're gonna leave him in there until he cracks. And he goes to the ATM. No money, no food, no bathroom. You cannot deny him. You cannot escape him because Guru Hari Nana is everywhere. Let me know when you're ready. I'll take you to the ATM. You cannot escape time and space. The law of Dharma. So you can, I guess, click this thing right here if you guys want to watch it. Watch it right. Check it out right at his website, rubberduckyfilm.com slash trailer. I think a link's supposed to pop up on in three minutes. If I timed it right, it'll pop up right here under the chat. Uh, chat room saying this looks like a movie making fun of stoners. Uh, I think it's pretty accurate, guys. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a situation where you might have had to kidnap anyone. I certainly haven't, but... Uh, oh, that happens to me so much. I mean, all the time. No. Dude, I'm so, so often I'm like, oh, why do I have to kidnap these people again? This is like recurring patterns. Well, and, uh, <laughs> and, and I think the most important thing is that um, 
the stoners are the heroes in this case. They're the ones really moving the main character, who's a materialist, to a more spiritual world where they can actually become friends again, and he can repay back the money. Because in the end, we're all moving to a spiritual state. Because we're born, then we die. So I think in that sense, you know, the stoners really are the heroes. So, and and I think in this film, they're portrayed as so humane. You know, it's. Uh... I don't know, it's just like people you know. It, it reminds me of so many people we know. Like, the characters are just very real. It's, uh, when they're stoned, they're stoned. When they're, you know, when they're not, when they're doing things, they're doing things. I think it's really well done. Um, so, Adam, what's this thing I'm holding in my... Well, let's let's finish talking to Josh, do some shout-outs, and then I'll, we'll talk about this thing. All right. Okay. Quick shout-out. Um, I got my You're badge. You're still too loud. You're still too oh, loud. Oh, sorry. Slow down, kids. Slow down. Quick shout-out. Oh, I'm still... still... Too loud. Hold on. Oh, Hold shit. On. Okay, I got it's all you. our fault. It's our Go fault. ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Go ahead now. How about now? Still pretty loud. Go ahead. Pretty loud. What about? <laughs> okay, now you're good. There you go. All right. Um, you know, I still have to keep a day job, so I trim, and I trim at one of the only spots that still pays trimmers by weight, and so I just like to give a do, shout out. What do you do per day? Uh, I can do two pounds. Oh, you're a two pounder. Right. You're a two pounder crew. That's yeah. good. That's very good because I know most people. The pound is like a limit for a lot of people. Yeah, no, but I mean, you know, the bud's got to be grown right. And I mean, they just try to keep that same integrity in the grow. And so I just want to say thanks for supporting a young artist, the Mike and Mike's at Boulder Marijuana Company and James and Arthur and Cassandra. You know, you guys do a great job and I just appreciate you guys supporting me so that I can actually have money in this strange world. Um, and then more than anything, I just want to thank you guys. You know, I wrote a new script with Mitch. It's a kind of a trimmer murder movie mystery bench film. Definitely not done yet. Yes, but, but you know, I didn't know we were going to talk about it. But yeah, we uh, Josh had this script together for like a Trimmer Murder Mystery. That was a pretty cool concept. I've had some funny times out there in Cali, and uh, I thought it's funny because there was that murder up at the hill. Where, yeah. It happens all the time. It, it, that's the thing. It happens all the time. Yeah, it's not really talked about. There's so much like typical NorCal stuff, and you know, to me, to talk about what Josh is doing in general is like taking this very real snapshot of this culture that's like not not going to last forever like it's it's all going to be different by the time our kids are growing up this is going to be gone and to take this like really realistic you know funny lighthearted uh moment in time and capture it like that i think it's legit i think it's really cool and so the trimmer murder mystery um that sounds like very scooby-doo when he says murder mystery, yeah, it's, yeah, because you say murder. He had it as a trimmer. It's like instant Scooby Doo. He wrote a trimmer murder mystery, and more than Zoinks. that, Zoinks. I kind of, I kind of reservoir dogged it out. He looks a little bit out. like Shaggy. Yeah, uh, Mitch is very good <laughs> at reservoir dogging stuff. So anyway, maybe we'll hey, make if you need that a Shaggy too. for that movie, we got one. Good, good. I like that. Uh, but I just want to say thanks to you guys for holding up the flag and allowing cannabis culture to kind of flourish and bring it into the mainstream. You guys are doing a great job. And so just, you know, much appreciation and thank you for doing it, you know. Thanks, buddy. And good luck down there at River Run Film Festival. If you win, that's sweet because now everyone who's like, oh, who's this guy they have on the show is going to be like, oh, my God, that's that guy. Is that? Are you going to be famous if you win this or not yet? Yeah. No. Give us a famous factor. <laughs> Um, once I get back, I'm going to try to trim for another four days so I can pay my next month's bills. That so. sounds really famous. That's famous as yeah. well. Right on. I'm mad famous. Well, All I right. want to thank you for your famous time. Get into your screaming. 
You're screening, screaming. screaming. Screaming is funny because apparently your volume is crazy high. Yeah, you're crazy. You blew everyone's speakers out. Tony yeah. Baloney's fucking going nuts. So hopefully his whole but, speak, so, his but go have fun in your screening. Good luck on this thing, man, and we'll talk soon. Sorry, guys. Bye. It's okay. <laughs> Good job, though. And that was Thanks. our buddy Josh Hyde, who made that movie. My friend's Rubber Ducky. You can scope it out at rubberduckyfilm.com. Uh, we'll watch I like all to things. Know. I like. I get to watch all that because before we were like in the background. Yeah, but I don't you didn't it. see the lineup, the setup, or anything. Yeah. No, it was good. I'm impressed. Now, I, now, do I get the link so I can watch the whole thing? I'll send you the link. Yeah. All right. Nice. And so, uh, what did you think again, target audience guy who doesn't watch movies ever, lives in the woods? What do you oh, live in the rock or yeah. something? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I try to live on top of the rock, you know. But sometimes mm-hmm. under the rock is a, little, is a little drier. I've noticed. Is that a crack reference? No. All right. I just heard the rock. Trying to be racist or something? No. Why is that racist? <laughs> KTI is not racist. KTI is never. No. He's the opposite of the kid. I'm pretty good with He's that. pretty much the opposite of the kid. Racist. He's not racist. He always brings stuff. Doesn't doesn't give it to the wrong people <laughs> when you ask him. Kid. Uh, so you want to do a little shout outs? Yeah, we have to. It's our job. It's our. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. It's me, Ab. It's me, uh, But you really, you want to do it because you love to be to racist it, right? about it. Me, no, no. What? If you love to do shout-outs. Of course we do. That's the whole point of this show is to help connect the world of uh, people who can help us with people who can help uh, themselves by connecting with those people and getting products that are awesome because we don't waste time and, you know, give them crappy products. We give them all the, good, the, the goods. Adam literally uses all this stuff. I do. Personally. I do. And, uh, and I will not... Let you be on the team if it sucks. So so far, everybody's passing the test, which is good. We had some, we had some go aways. No, no, I'm not saying now. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm just saying the people the that current are lineup, current lineup, is 100 percent tested, which is awesome. Yep. Or in the process of, and they could be eliminated any, any moment, so they better start paying. And of course, <laughs> we love our buddies at Way to Grow. www.waytogrow.net. Did you say too many W's? I man said four of them. I can't. I can't tell you the truth. KTI, there. how many? Well. Check with Cam. Yeah, exactly. I'll That's call okay. Cam. Cam, was it for? I guess three? they still got the dirt cheap sale going on. So thirty four ninety nine for the Pro Mix. I can't say. Eleven forty nine for the Roots. Eleven ninety nine for the Botanicare, and eleven ninety nine for the Tuper. But uh, bonus on top of that, forty two percent off sale coming this four twenty at every way to grow. Smoking hot deals on your favorite products. We have a list. We're not allowed to show it to you. It's but too good. It's, it's too stuff. good to show. That's it's the problem. Good. Not no, yet. It'll yeah. cause a tsunami. Sure. Of customers. A Gronami. A Gronami. A Gronami. And if you like tsunamis and you want to flavor tsunami, I recommend checking out our favorite. That's Incredibles Edibles. Incrediblescolorado.com. They got flavors on flavors. Oh, I got to try the pistachio flavor. You did? Yes. How was it? Oh, it awesome. It's good. It's real mild. Very mint minty? Is, no, no. Not at all. I mean, not necessarily. Very not. white chocolatey or very? It's like white chocolate that people who don't like white chocolate will like. It's so it's not overpowering the no, flavor? No. It's, it's, uh, but it's not as minty as I was expecting. I was expecting, oh, it's going to be all minty, minty, minty. But This is not like the Mile High Mint. It's a no. hint of mint? A hint of mint, exactly. Is it all on the thing? Yes, it's a hint, hint of mint. You did Terp Quest there, didn't you? We did Terp Quest. We did did, you do, did you Terp Quest with the Incredibles bars? What did the no. Terp Quest master have to say about the flavors? <clears throat> so the Terp Quest was based... Oh, well, we can't even talk about Terp Quest now. We're still on commercials, but I it know, was... I uh, know. I'm trying to bring it back. We did it All right, give me a dab of Incredible Shadow. Let's talk okay. about that. We did, it, we did the uh, Terp Quest at Incredibles. And so it wasn't about the Incredibles... Uh, it wasn't at Incredibles. I'm sorry. It was at Incredibles... Their secondary extraction office. Extraction right. 
office, yes. And uh, it wasn't based on, on uh, those products as much as it was this. Right. The thing is, it was interesting because I had uh, Rob there. Rob Clark. Rob Clark. For his subtitles. Exactly. And, and that's why, um, you know, Rye was really happy to have somebody there who could, like, kind of, you know, impress somebody who's actually got some skills. And well, um, appreciated turf questing. Definitely t- appreciated it. And interestingly enough, this was like all liqueurs and beers and stuff like that. What was the best one? That wasn't really good, obviously. Um, as far as best one, well, there were some interesting ones. What the, the difference is, is some things neutralize stuff and like knock it out. So if you so that that whole turf quest thing worked, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And it's not about just all. It's gonna be better. flavors bent to other flavors. That's the mm-hmm. idea. They're bending it definitely. Like yeah. some things were just like, whoa, that's different. The it's it, the key is the having the baseline figured out. And so if it's like a OG or something you're real familiar, a strain you're familiar with, then you not right away see it. But if not, you have to kind of do it like multiple times to get it. Like, oops, that's you. That's me. Okay, Incredibles dab. Incredible big, dab. big shout out to Incredibles Edibles and Concentrates. And of course, big, big shout out to Build the Soil, number one choice for custom organic fertilizer. Uh, they got their handmade living organic soil, all the great compost, every sort of organic amendment you could friggin' imagine. They're at Build the Soil. Friggin', we've much trailer park boys. Yeah, call them at 855-877-SOIL. Tell Jeremy that Mitch sent you. And he'll just talk to you about whatever. He's a really smart guy. He knows about all sorts of things. You want to know, maybe he even knows how to fix cars. I don't know about that. I don't but, know. Doesn't seem like that's a car guy. But he definitely knows about growing. Uh, so you can call him, ask him about growing, composting. Uh, you want to start your own worm farm. Uh, he's just very open and, and very helpful. Uh, and, of course, he's always on point with the latest uh, and greatest of organic products at the best price available. I couldn't vouch for them more. That's buildthesoil.com. And another thing we're vouching for, growstone. We're working on them right now, guys. Working, yeah, making working some growstones. Every day trying to make growstones for the world. If you didn't get that, they're made from recycled bottles. That's right. Uh, they replace perlite in your mix. Uh, we had Dr. Paul Acosta, their uh, scientist, on a couple weeks ago. Amazingly informative episode. A.K.A. Throwdown. We're going to bring her back <laughs> with Jeremy from Build the Soil, which Adam is referring to as the Throwdown. Can't wait. Cold down. Can't wait. Uh, but Growstone, awesome. Recycled glass, 100%. And... Um, hundred percent American. You see how hot your nails are? I had enough time to do the entire growstone shout out. And I know I made it hot on purpose because I knew you wouldn't do it right away. So. It tastes delicious at this temperature. Thank you. See, there you go. Thank me <laughs> for overheating the nails every time and giving you lots of time to talk. I recommend you try letting <laughs> your nails cool that far, Adam. Do a whole show while you let your nail cool down. Yes, it, it tastes great. Or don't, don't heat it up as long. I can't wait to try some of the just straight growstones. Right now i got the mix between the cocoa and the growstone, which... I'm, I'm about to try. I haven't tried yet, but I can just tell by it when it literally with certain companies, it's like if you just touch the bag, you don't open it up. You already know. You're like, these guys you just sense it. These guys put the energy into having quality because, you know, I've, I had companies where they made a shitty bag and like you throw the thing over to somebody and it opens up and you're Splits like, open, well, yeah. that's pretty much shit right there. And you get all mad. It doesn't matter how good the quality is. I have a total turp quest going on with this beer in the step. What happened? It's like neutralizer or enhancer? Enhancer. The lemoniness of it is out of control. Really? Yeah. That's good. Um, and they have about, what, five, six different mixes, I believe? How many more they got? They got the GS. We're pulling it up. Pull it up. How many they got? GS1, GS2s, GS3, and the Natnix. And See? I believe there might even be some subs under there. But, um, yeah, 
great because it doesn't fucking float, man. That's the thing. It's like so many other times, it's like you get stuff, you mix it all up. The first time you water it, all the perlite floats the top. You're like, oh, that's because the stuff's all loose, you know? So it's after a little while, it all sort of settles where it needs to settle. But for the most part, it ends up at the top. And then your stuff packs down, you lose a lot of oxygen, and then all of a sudden your roots are dying. And you're like, ah, what's going on? So this is something I like. Obviously, they have. So you won't find a lot of companies that have this on their site. This is their the research and field trials of their products. Boom, here it is. Hydroponic greenhouse trials summary. It's got graphs. It's got words. Graphs. They got graphs. We got graphs. We got graphs. Well, there you go. Once you got graphs, you're good to go. I'd say it's pretty legit. No, but it is, it's a great... I mean, the thing about it is we're talking about inert aeration made yeah, out of recycled glass. So it's not like a... We're not trying to get nutrients. We're just trying to uh, aerate our soil. So well, and they're yeah. using in hydro in a lot of these, too. And you can use it straight. Yeah, and right. that's the really in- interesting other side of it. It's something that's equally valuable in both. Well, uh, it's also the thing about um, you know using hydrocorn or hydrocorals or whatever the companies that are calling it. That stuff's all like limited. There's only a few places you can get it. All on Earth, as far as sources, yeah. Yeah, and we're mining it. So, like, hey, if we can get something that we've I mean, we're drinking beer right now. And we're making gross And we could turn that into gross. If we live right next to the gross factory, we could just throw it into their thing and tomorrow it Let's have them buy us a house. So it's just made out of gross stones? Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Gross stones and Oh, egg. we could probably do the hemp uh, car with this stuff because they do green roof stuff. Because it's Where's stone. Where's the car part? You could put it. No, 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 no. To do the roof of our car and grow hemp on the roof of our truck or our uh-huh. car. That would be so way out. We could just cool. use this as a medium. It's good. Nice. We'll get them to sponsor it. Perfect. And we'll Grow feed cars. it. We'll feed it. Stone cars. Veg and bloom? Veg and bloom. Can't wait to harvest it in a couple of weeks. I'm getting into that point right now where I have to stop using the product, actually. Oh, and it's sad. It breaks your heart it's that you sad. can't feed? No more food. I'm like, no. How do you feel about this less guessing, more growing? Have you hit anything at all where you had a deficiency or no, too no, much? No, I've been a bit more nervous about too much than deficiency. But have you hit it or no? No, there was a tiny, slightest bit of burn in the very, very beginning as far as the very, very tips kind of burn, but there was no, like, overall shock of the plant. And then, uh, no, it's, it's been, been, like I said, very easy. The uh, formula that I'm using, which is the dirty formula, is based because I'm using a peat mix with those pro mix and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it's it, it seems to be well-suited for its environment, put it that way. And certain plants are... I, I, think they're going to be an extra week or so. I got a couple of them in there. I got like that good old Dutch warlock. Remember that warlock? Warlock. And it's one of those things where it's, it's, uh, you can see it right away. You're like, all right, that's a 10 week plus, you know. It just wants to take its time. But some of those ones are going to be monsters. And there's, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, be, up until now, it's been one of my best looking crops in the same room, so. Okay, and now in keeping with the theme of this episode, I'm going to take a Dark Horse step because we're going to do Dark Horse shout out. What? Yes. Break it down then. That's Dark why. Horse. That's why I like shout outs. Yeah. This shot's pretty crazy. It's like fluorescent. What yeah. do you think? It's got that KTI, brightness. What do you think? Uh, yeah, nice, nice little orange amber. It's almost like propane or something. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I know. That's the because he likes propane, and he would have told me if it was. But Tanner. Good old Tanner. Good old Tanner. So tell us. Big, Dark big Horse. shout out to Dark Horse Genetics. Dark Horse Concentrates. Uh, at Dark Horse Concentrates on Instagram. That's all I got to say. That's not all I got to say. I got to say that new flavors are coming out. 
I guess I'm the blend master now. It's pretty cool. And this has been crazy, dude. So every single one, right? I smelled all these flowers live. I did not smell them since they dried. And then they asked me to name all the blends, and then they made the blends, right? And I'll let Adam, I'll let this. Uh, and then you could identify it? Not only could I identify it, dude. The one that I named fucking Orange Julius. Holy shit, is that Orange Julius? Like, I nailed it. It's crazy for all of Cherry's Jubilee. Absolute, like, every single one. I'm very pleased with it. I wasn't intending for that to be it. I was just kind and of. So, like, that was a name uh, applied to some mice. I, I smelled, yes, I had smelled all the live plants. Mm-hmm. I got, I calculated all the blends, how much we were using of each one. And then I named the blend, and then they ran it, and everyone was like, wow. There's one I named Tropical Sunrise. Everyone's like, holy shit, that smells like the beach. It doesn't smell like a tropical drink or anything. The, the banana daiquiri smells straight up like banana daiquiri. No fucking fooling. It's the beach, but not the... Uh, it's like the suntan lotion and the, the sand. Lotion? It's, it's all of it. The whole beach. The everything beach to had, do with the is beach. Is it literally like the beach that we had back at the chalice? No, that was the vinyl chair specifically. This is a... It's beachy. It's a very similar vein. Mm-hmm. Very sand. We had the beach sand. Remember that had that kind of coconut? I know. Yeah. This is very similar to that. Pina yeah. colada. Did that have pina colada taste? I think you waited <laughs> way too long there, you. <laughs> <laughs> now you wasted an entire hit. That, that's terrible. That looks like something the kid would try to hit. Here. Cap it. Do something. Cap it. No, just use that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I tried. This is total, total fucking cantaloupe. 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 I love yeah, it. Well, it's because it's like the 20 degree hit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Dark Horse <laughs> concentrates. That was terrible. I liked it. <laughs> Waste. Big big shout out to SuitsHereNow.com. Of course, <coughs> New Brothers Grim drop in stock. Uh, and I guess, I don't know if he's calling or, he, or we're supposed to make the announcement or he's supposed to make the announcement, but let's talk about ADSI and not just how many of the breeders are going to be competing at ADSI, but Seeds Here Now is going to be giving away three things. They're going to be giving away one judge's spot for ADSI, and that will be... Available to anyone, I guess he's going to tell us how you win it, but if you win that spot, you will be on the, what is it called, the journalist judging panel, the press panel. Uh, you'll be with people from Skunk Magazine, uh, you're going to be with people from Center Mass Media, from Sensi Magazine, uh, who else we got, the Hemp Connoisseur Magazine. Uh, each of them is sending a representative to be on this very private panel that's giving its own award. You will be part of that panel, uh, as well as uh, some of our other pro- uh Participants and close friends, uh, P-Bud's on that panel, Dave Bonvillain is on that panel, uh, a lot of good people. So you can win that, Seeds Here Now hopefully will text me and tell me how you're going to win that. The other thing is, and stay tuned on SeedsHereNow.com or basically subscribe to his list. You know, go to SeedsHereNow.com, this is how you can get into this. And where do you subscribe? I don't even know. Hopefully, Seeds Here Now. Oh, here we go. Right here. Enter your email address and sign up. Do that at the bottom. Or just call James, 1-844-MY-SEEDS. I like that phone number. Uh, And tell him this is what you want to talk about. Uh, But just sign up here. He'll let you know. They are going to send out an email. And the two best growers that send back pictures, it's only going to be based on pictures. Uh, So the two best photos that he receives back are going to get seats to compete at ADSI. You do need to be able to be here a week from today. Uh, James might cover your airfare. That's up to him. I don't want to make big promises. But that is your your chance. Uh, I know a lot of you do work with Seeds here now who uh, listen to the show. You are looking for a seat at ADSI. That's your way, buddy. Uh, go ahead and 
sign up. Make sure you're on the list. James will send out that email, and that will be everyone's chance to get a seat at the Adam Dunn Show Invitational this year. Uh, so let's see what you got. And I guess we will announce that. We can't announce it next week because that's pretty late. But hopefully we'll see some of our favorites uh, over here at ADSI. And on that note, 